Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Begin to be poured out upon all men. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. Then lastly, that pour out my spirit, saying, Lord. Pastor Bob here, the Tell It Like It Is radio show, and good to have you listening tonight. We've got uh, people already texting in. You can be part of this program by texting 701-290-7862. Also, you can email me if you are out of the country, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Somebody already emailed me from the Philippines. Good to have you listening. We've got We've got some Hostetlers and some Yoders listening from Pennsylvania. These are people that I really love, and it's good to know that they're listening. We've got um, some people listening, Carl and Jeannie. And Jeannie, I pray for you every day that God will heal you. They're listening from Michigan tonight. And we've got um, the re- we've got other people listening, so we want you to text us, let us know that you are listening, and you could be listening listening locally here on the on 1230 AM, the radio station, or on KDIX.net, or you can be listening on Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2. So there's three different ways to listen. Uh, we I pastor the New Life Pentecostal Church right here in Dickinson, North Dakota. Uh, 501 Elks Drive is the address. Of course, that's we have moved... Uh, three months ago, we moved to that our new location. Our new location that that building should seat 500 people, and we're excited about that. The um, uh, oh man, we've got um, 
all people we got people in Wapaton listening tonight, people in Beulah listening tonight. The um, so glad glad to have oh and more and more. Hey, this is a girl in Arizona listening tonight. <laughs> and you know that girl in Arizona I know would like to have Abe sing, but he didn't even bring his guitar. So got my on board theologians, um Daniel and Maxwell here tonight. And uh they uh, are are just in case I mess up, they'll they'll be able to correct me, I'm sure. If you do call in to the radio station tonight, uh what is it, two two five five one three three, is that right? Or four eight three five one three three? What is it? I don't even remember. I better I should know that. I used to give out those numbers all the time. Where's Abe at when I need him? Look up that number. It should be right on that phone right there. Uh, no, that phone, the other phone right there, that one. I think it's 225-5133. If you do call in locally here, you'll speak with Maxwell. Uh, and we don't call him Maxwell, but we can't give out his real name. Anyway, I'm just goofing around here tonight. But we do want to hear from you, and we want you to be part of this program. This is a live program. And that means that uh, you are listening live unless you are listening to the podcast of it on Holy Ghost Radio. And, of course, then it wouldn't be live. Tonight, I want to start out with a familiar verse to some of you. And this verse is found in Jude, verse 3 and 4. Jude only has one chapter. He didn't have a very long book, but he said a lot. And uh, I'm going to talk about this. Uh, Jude 3, verse 3 said, Beloved, when I gave all diligence... To write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men bringing the great, turning the grace of God of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, this uh, says we need to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints, to the common salvation. And I want to talk about this tonight. Uh, the 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 early church, the first church, the church that Jesus set up, that is the template for what we should believe. It's not a creed. It's not Catholicism. Uh, the reason for this broadcast tonight is uh, somebody in my jail service this afternoon said, I'm a Catholic and I'm going to stay a Catholic because that was the first Christian church. The first Christian church, folks, was not the Catholic church. The first Christian church was the church that was founded in the book of Acts by the apostles. Peter uh, was one of those apostles. Uh, Peter was married and he uh, had a wife. And Peter preached the Acts 2.38 message for the very first time. In Acts 2.38, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is the original church. The church was changed. Uh, the church, our part of the church, I should say, the part that God wasn't in favor of, they began to, to bring in man's ideas and all kinds of paganism and all kinds of ideas uh, of course the the use of statues in church which was forbidden by God's people all the different things that came in uh, in starting in the second third fourth fifth sixth centuries uh, baptism was changed from using the name of Jesus uh, baptism was changed from immersion of people that were old enough to know what they were doing to sprinkling of babies these all these changes happened after the apostles, were dead, even though there was a true church that was operating, and there always has been operating uh, in um, in since the beginning of the the true church on the day of Pentecost. Tonight, my title is going to be "Real Butter People." That's the title. I want to just talk about that for a little bit. Um, I like real butter. I you say, well, I thought you just were talking about the the true church. I am, but I like butter. People say vegetables are good for you. Vegetables are good for you. And I'm glad you can put real butter on them because that makes them taste good too. I like any kind of vegetable with real butter. It doesn't make any difference what it is. I like it. I I like just about anything with real butter on it. I like popcorn with real butter on it. I like toast with real butter on it. I love eggs with real butter on them. 
Uh, I like um, things cooked in butter. I think I like butter melting on things. I like caramel rolls with real butter on them. <laughs> I like real butter on my sandwiches. I like real butter on my potatoes. Oh man. I'll tell you what, I, I was talking to some friends of mine from Minot. They've lost a ton of weight. They quit eating potatoes and bread. I could eat, I could quit eating potatoes and bread too if it wasn't for real butter. I, I, cause I don't even like potatoes and bread. But if it's got real butter on it, I love potatoes. <coughs> I mean, hash browns with real butter. No, I don't, I don't, okay, french fries, I just use ketchup. I don't put real butter on. But I'm a real butter kind of guy. This is who I am. I'm a, and I'm part of the real butter people. Now, the word butter is mentioned in the Bible 11 times. And if you don't believe that, like my wife didn't believe that, before the show started, I told her that, and she said it is not. And I told her it is too, and she should never doubt me. And uh, if you have any Bible questions, just let me know. But the, the word butter is mentioned in the King James Version 11 times. That has absolutely nothing to do with this broadcast. But anyway, I just thought I would say that so my wife knows that I'm right. Well, <coughs> the reason I'm making such a stink about it is margarine was invented in 1869 by a French chemist. Chemist, His name was <laughs> Hippolyte Megamoray. Oh, isn't that something? There'll be a test on this, too. So margarine was invented there, and it was called originally called oleomargarine. That's why my mom always called it oleo. And margarine is something that's made out of fats and oils. And they put flavoring in it and coloring in it to make it look like butter. But it doesn't taste as good as butter. But when I was a kid growing up, when I used to have a TV... They would, they would, um, they would, there were commercials. Like, you think it's butter, but it's not. It's parquet or chiffon or whatever. Uh, you won't, they'd always advertise you won't be able to tell the difference. It was cheaper and supposedly better for you, but we found out later it was actually way worse for you. Any doctors out there know what I'm talking about. After, uh, you know, many years of people eating margarine because it was supposed to be better for you, they found out real butter was actually better for you. And I knew that all along because it, just because it tasted better. So, um, but the, um, but anyway, you never ever heard a, a commercial that said, this is real butter and it tastes like margarine. You never heard that. The reason was is because real butter tasted better. It just tasted way better than margarine. Now, the reason I just said all that is this, and this is what the program is going to be about tonight is that the real butter is going to represent the true gospel that was proposed and introduced by Jesus himself and his apostles in the Gospels and in the book of Acts. This is the real butter. There have been many, many substitutes since that time. As I mentioned to start with, uh, the the early Catholic Church, Church changed the baptismal formula. They changed the uh, baptismal mode from complete immersion, dunking under the water, to sprinkling. They changed that. That's not in the Bible anywhere. And many, many other things were brought in that were not the original butter. And that's why uh, Thomas Aquinas, he was a Catholic man, an ancient Catholic man. One time a pope brought Thomas Aquinas to, to see the treasury at the Vatican in Rome. And it was very, very, there was very much gold and silver there. And the Pope said to Thomas Aquinas, he said, uh, Thomas, the church can no longer say, silver and gold have I none anymore. And Thomas said, neither can they say, rise up and walk anymore either. When it comes to the things of God, we cannot afford to use a substitute truth. We need the real thing. Don't let anybody bring anything but real butter into your house. This is the Tell It Like It Is show. We'll be back right after the song. Text me, 701-290-7862. Well, sometimes I let the troubles and the problems of this world get me down. Well, I should be flying high. I realize I'm stuck here on the ground. Looking
have a clear direction Which is something that I never had before Now when things are going wrong On him I can't depend He's walking right beside me He's become a trusted friend My worst days now Are better than my best days then My lowest times with Jesus sure beats That old life I lived in sin My worst days now are better than my best days then. That's Greg McCool. He's a Pentecostal singer, pastor, I believe. I I believe he's still pastoring uh, somewhere in Illinois, I think. We've talked about having him come out here and do a concert for us. He sent me some CDs of his music several years ago. We've been playing them ever since. Talking about the Real Butter people, and I had a bunch of texts tonight. You can text me, 701-290-7862. Good to hear from Ron in Beulah, Danny in St. Cloud. Emily and Jasmine and Bismarck. We've got we've got some Millers listening in um, Fargo, and um, just going to mention too. Just as we get back into the program, we uh, we've got a church started in in uh, Beach, North Dakota. That we only have one service a week there right now. Tuesday nights at seven thirty. Group of people meet at the Beach Community Center, and soon, not this Thursday, but the, uh, a week from this Thursday will be our first service in Bowman, North Dakota. That's about 80 miles southwest of Dickinson. And uh, that will be our that, that service will be on a Thursday night. So it's kind of interesting. We'll have Sunday night Sunday's church in Dickinson, Tuesday church in in uh, Beach, Wednesday church in Dickinson, Thursday church in Bowman. And so uh, our goal is to start Pentecostal churches all over this southwest North Dakota area and we've also have a a daughter work, kind of an interesting concept of a daughter work in Washington, Pennsylvania, and those people are listening tonight. And uh, what a what a, a joy it was to be part of seeing that church get started. And now they've got their own building, and uh, just just an awesome thing there. If you did, if you missed the first segment, we were talking about the concept of the real butter people in the sense of the early church and making sure we stay true to the church doctrine that was taught by the apostles. Second John. Verses 9 and 11 says, Whoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, hath he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God's speed. For the, he that biddeth him God's speed is partaker of his evil deeds. And so, here John is telling us that we need to abide in the doctrine of Christ. He mentions that doctrine of Christ twice in these three verses. And then he says, and if, you, if any man comes to you and brings not this doctrine, don't receive him into your house. The disciple of love, everybody calls John the disciple of love, was being a little testy here in his writing, it seems like. He was maybe being a little unloving, some of you would think. Why do you think he said this? Don't allow them to come into your house. See, John was telling these people, don't let anything but real butter influence you. Uh, Don't let anything but real butter, the real gospel. Uh, And I'm just going to use those interchangeably tonight, so I hope people listen to the whole program. Otherwise, they're going to think I'm a crazy person. But this isn't about butter. This is about the gospel, and it's about truth. But it does matter what you believe. Not just that you do believe, that's important that you believe. The first step to God is faith. And so it's important that you do believe. But secondly, in importance, is are just as important after you believe is what you believe. And that's what the importance of the doctrinal purity of the of what we believe. The word doctrine simply means teaching. It's important what you believe. You know, Lori and I, my wife and I, when we first started our journey for God, we attended a Catholic charismatic prayer meeting in Bismarck. Uh, we lived in Bismarck, and we attended 
uh, sometimes, most of the time, the United Pentecostal Church there, and when we were new converts, sometimes a Catholic charismatic prayer meeting. In the charismatic prayer meeting, there was a rule. The, the man that started this meeting, his name was Steve, and he, and he was a great guitar player, a singer, a nice guy. But in his, the rule for the meeting was no doctrine allowed. All we could do is pray and sing, but you couldn't talk about what the Bible said. <laughs> well, no doctrine allowed is a doctrine. And, and I'm going to get into that in just a minute. But here's my commitment to ministry. Uh, this is just a personal thing for me. But my commitment to ministry is this, that truth is for all people. Whoever wants it can have it. That's what I believe. I don't care how messed up you are. I don't care whose bed you've been sleeping in. You're welcome at the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's my first commitment to ministry. It really is. Uh, that this gospel is for everybody. I don't care if you had a sex change and you're all messed up. You you get to our church, 501 Elks Drive. We're going to try to do whatever we can to help you. I don't care if you're a drug addict. I don't care if you've been married 10 times. It doesn't make any difference to me. Because the gospel, this real butter, is for everybody. Secondly, just as important as that first thing, is I cannot water down or change the truth. I'm not going to water down or change the truth. Number one, I'm not going to be a people pleaser. I mean, like I say, there anybody's welcome in our church. We have no care whatsoever of your background. Uh, it doesn't make any difference to me. You are a candidate for the gospel, the true gospel. But secondly, you've got to believe you have to have the true gospel, the doctrine of Christ that I read about in Second John that John was saying that you've got to abide in the doctrine of Christ. And if you don't, and if people don't have the doctrine of Christ, don't let them teach in your church. Don't let them teach in your house. What is the doctrine of Christ? Well, Paul tells us in Hebrews chapter 6 what it is, 6, 1 and 2. He says that the doctrine of Christ is the foundation of repentance, faith toward God, the doctrine of baptisms, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. This is the doctrine of Christ. This is the basics. These are the, this is the, this is the, um, uh, foundation. Repentance, that means you've, you've got, in faith in God, you've got to believe that God is, and you've got to come to Him and ask for forgiveness from God for your sins and for your ignoring Him. That's the very first step to God. Faith in God, honesty, and repentance. And then the doctrine of baptism, of course, water baptism. Uh, water baptism, uh, in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, Jesus said, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And that's why in the book of Acts, when, when it tells how they were baptized, it says they were baptized in the name of Jesus. Why does it say that? Because Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are not names. The early church baptized in the name of Jesus. Even the Catholic Encyclopedia says that the primitive church baptized using the words Jesus Christ. You see, this is the doctrine of Christ. And not only water baptism, but spirit baptism. Receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, eternal judgment. This is a big deal. The doctrine of Christ is a big deal. You know, um, the the um, water and spirit baptism, John 3, Jesus said you must be born of the water and of the spirit. The um, laying on of hands, healings, miracles, imparting authority and ministry. So the apostle doctrine Apostles doctrine is the doctrine of Christ. Acts 2:42 says they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and in fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. So having the right doctrine is a big deal. And and this is when the name of this program tonight is real butter people. Um it doesn't matter what church you belong to. You've got to have the right doctrine. It doesn't matter if your church goes all the way back to the year 323 to the Council of Nicaea. 
doesn't make any difference. Does it have the right doctrine? If Peter was your first pope, why won't you listen to what Peter said in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38? Why, why won't we listen to what the, the, the Bible clearly teaches? Do you know that Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there on the day of Pentecost waiting to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit just like everybody else? If Mary was there, who was such a good woman, all of us need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And so I believe that there has to be a vigilant effort to keep the church pure doctrinally. The church is like a hospital where the sick and impure come to us. They've got to have the truth to help them out. That's why what's going on today, and I'm, I'm so tempted to just get so sidetracked here and talk about what I've been talking about all day at church, at the jail, and everything else about truth, but I'm not going to do this. But, but the, you know, this, there is such a, a pressure on us today to change and come into alignment with the new way of thinking. And this new way of thinking is that there is no truth. That there's different truth for different people. That's why the transgender movement can actually gain ground today. Because people are so confused about truth, they don't even know if they're a boy or a girl anymore. When I was a boy, the doctor, when I was born, the doctor took one look at me and said, he's a boy. (laughs) You know, uh, you know, my, my sister, I think, said, my mom was changing my diaper. She said, how come I'm so plain and Bobby's so fancy? She said, <laughs> I was a boy. So I grew up. Everybody told me I was a boy. I was a boy. I wasn't confused about being a boy. And the girls, my sister wasn't confused about being a girl. But you see, we've challenged truth. Everybody's challenged truth. <coughs> and now we don't even know what truth is. But it's so important. You that Pentecostals listening to me tonight on Holy Ghost Radio... It is so important that we are picky and fussy about keeping the truth the truth. We can't allow false teachings to come in and influence and change us. And the Apostle John said, don't even allow that kind of teaching into your house. Don't allow it in there. So tonight we have to, tonight is broadcast, I have to be, I'm I'm walking uh, between two ditches, a fine line here. God wants us to be gentle and kind with those who are misled, uh, but he also wants us to keep the doctrine pure. Second Timothy 2.24, The servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach patience, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. And so God wants us, you that are, are not living this apostolic message, you that are, are, are the, the margarine people, your, your church, is it, it's flavored to look, taste like butter, look like butter, it's not butter, and you're, you're, you're eating this margarine, I know that you're sincere, many of you, I know that you have a love for Jesus, I know many of you. I love Dickinson. I love the people here. I've, I've, I've been here now for 29 years, and my wife and I love it. We love everybody here. But just because I love you and just because you're my friend and you're my neighbor and I do business with you doesn't mean that I, can't, that I should not tell you about the real butter. We've got to keep the doctrine pure. We, we must allow every imperfect person into the church. But we never should allow imperfect doctrine into the church. Did you hear what I said? We must allow every imperfect person into the church. But we should never allow imperfect doctrine into the church. You know, um, and if we keep that pure, we'll have something to pass on to the next generation. This is the Tell It Like It Is show. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. This is a live broadcast. Send me a text. I got the beat on the rock. I got my name on the roll. I got... 
Jesus in my heart and salvation in my soul. It's a long road. Yes, it's a long road. Well, it might be a long road, but I'll make it to the city someday. Now, don't tell me no story about reincarnation. I've never seen a holy cow look anything like my Lord. There's just one rebirth and there ain't no imitation. Yes, you can have it today. It doesn't matter who you are. You just got to get your feet on the rock, your name on the roll. You get Jesus in your heart and salvation in your soul. Take the long road. Yes, you take the long road. Well, it might be a long road, brother, but you make it to the city someday. Salt Lake City. Yeah, they got a good choir, but listen, brother, that is not the place. The place of my salvation is just outside Jerusalem. Yes, and there's more than just a lake. There's oceans of His saving grace. I'm glad I got my feet on the rock, got my name on the roll. I've got Jesus in my heart and salvation in my soul. It's a long road. It's a long road Well, it might be a long road But I can make it to the city someday Now, don't tell me about no pure root flying in the spread wisdom huh. With his divine light and his divine jet plane too Oh no My sins weren't washed away by no Maharishi I said there's only one gate There's only one way to get through You've got to get your feet on the rock Get your name on the road Get Jesus in your heart and salvation in your soul It's a long road Yes, take the long road Well, it might be a long road But you'll make it to that city someday Oh, thank you In my heart and salvation In my soul It's a long road Yes, it's a long road Well, it might be a long road I'm gonna make it someday A long road It's a long road Hey everyone, Pastor Bob is back, and uh, thank you for all the people texting me and uh, emailing me tonight, and good to have you listening. Uh, my friend Kent um, just texted me and emailed me and said, do you still offer a free meal to, to a visitor that can come in and s- sing I'm a One God Apostolic by Lance Appleton? We still do, and if you come to visit me, Kent, I'll give you a free meal, even if you can't sing that. Uh, I just got a neat text. Uh, there's a young lady that's been attending our church for a few weeks now, uh, maybe a month or five weeks, and she just received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in her home just praying by herself. Uh, we are living in a great day. God is pouring out a spirit on all people. And um, and I, I'm telling you, this is not the time to water down the uh, or to substitute margarine, the margarine doctrine, the margarine gospel for the the real butter gospel. There's a bunch of people texting me tonight saying they're real butter people, and uh, and they're getting it. Some of you that maybe aren't getting it, if you're just tuning in, you're not going to get it. The analogy probably because I'm not going to keep going over it. But uh, we we want the original real butter gospel, the real doctrine, the true truth. Sincerity is not a substitute for truth, whether it's margarine or butter. You can sincerely put down some margarine on the table, but Pastor Bob's going to notice it. I can tell the difference. I, can, I really can. I, I can eat a whole loaf of fresh bread if I have real butter. <laughs> I can only eat like one piece if I have margarine. 
and I'm not even that fussy. But people say, well, it doesn't really matter what you believe just as long as you love Jesus, right? That's not right. It does matter what you believe. It's so important. It, it is so important. It's not about feeling good. It's not, you know, um, it's, it's, it's really, it's about being good. It's about changing. It's important what you believe. And uh, that's why we need to come out of this false doctrine and start believing the truth. That's why churches that are preaching the apostolic doctrine are on the uh, radar to grow, 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 grow. You Pentecostal preachers that are listening, you Pentecostal people that are listening out there, I know there are, you are out there, you're texting me tonight, uh, do not quit preaching the Acts 2.38 message and the truth of holiness and the oneness of God. Do not, do not, do not quit preaching this. Uh, there, uh, these, there are churches folding up all around us. The, the, uh, churches that have been, that have been changed, that have, have been, uh, genetically changed. They're not back to their roots. They don't have, uh, the DNA of the early church. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the divine nature of the Almighty. They don't have that, that DNA. So the truth of the apostolic message. Uh, to answer you that think that you're in a, a church, uh, we have Ukrainian Catholic Church. We have we have four big Catholic churches in Dickinson. We have uh, a brand new, I believe it's a Ukrainian Catholic Church being built here in Dickinson. We have a uh, we have Lutheran churches that are, of course, the Lutheran denomination dates back to the 1500s. We have um, uh, Methodist. We have all kinds. I'm telling you, don't go back to the founding fathers of your religion. Go back to the Bible itself. The truth of the apostolic message is not passed down genetically. It's not passed down ancestrally. It's not passed down organizationally. It's passed down doctrinally. You you don't belong to a certain group, church organization, that ties you to Peter, James, and John. What ties you to Peter, James, and John is believing what they said. You know the um, uh, there there is there is a uh, the apostles were very very concerned and very and made a very huge deal out of who the leaders were in their local churches. That's why Paul said in the Living Bible in First Timothy five twenty two never be in a hurry about appointing a church leader. John said it in First John two nineteen they went out from us. But they were not of us, for if they had been of us, they would have no doubt have continued with us. Boys, that's that's funny. That verse is, have you ever laughed at something that's so simple that it's funny? John said the reason they left us is they didn't believe what we believe, and if they believed what we believed, they wouldn't have left us. Peter and Paul were very extremely concerned about what was going to happen after they died. Second Peter 2 and 1, uh, he said, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. Second Peter 2, 1 and 2. And many shall follow the perconious ways by reasons, reason of whom the way of truth shall be even evil spoken of. By reason of whom the, evil, the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. You know, the um, Paul said in Acts 20 and 27, he said, I have not shunned to declare unto you the all the counsel of God. Take heed thereunto, therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you the overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. The apostles were extremely concerned. Paul advocated drastic measures to keep the church pure doctrinally. Romans 16 and 17 he said, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. And he went on to say that by 
good words and fair speeches, they deceive the hearts of the simple. If you've got a pastor that preaches the Acts 2.38 message that isn't tainted by popular psychology and popular religion, if he's not tainted by by the feel-goodism that, that is out there in many, many churches, uh, thank God for that pastor. You know, I've got I've got so many verses here, and I'd like to read them all, and I'm and I may read some more, but um, the um, uh, <laughs> somebody said up in Beulah, we's the real butter folks up here. <laughs> we's the real butter butter folks up here. Uh, you know, if if you missed the beginning part of the program, what I'm saying is margarine is a substitute for real butter. They try to make it look like butter. They try to make it taste like butter. But it doesn't taste like butter, and it's not as good for you as butter. And they found that out recently, that butter's better for you. I don't know if butter's a health food, but it's better for you than margarine. And this program is not about butter. It's not about that butter's mentioned 11 times in the Bible. This program is about truth, and it's about that we've we've got to hold to the truth. We've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus. We, we've got to believe in the one true living God. We've got to believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We've got to believe that God still wants his people to live holy, to live righteously, to be sober, uh, that God has never changed his mind on the concept of homosexuality, adultery, fornication. Um, you know, if you're living with somebody you're not married to, and you know what? I mean, unless it's your mom, you're, you're, you're living in sin. If it's a woman of the opposite, somebody of the opposite sex, you know, I, you know, there is, we have so much immorality in our world going on and people that, and of course that's always happened, but what's happening now, it even happens amongst people that claim to be Christians. There are churches in Dickinson, North Dakota, whose organizations allow the ordaining of homosexuals to be the pastors of these churches. That's not real butter. Now, do I love homosexuals? Absolutely. If you're a homosexual, you're living that lifestyle, I'll tell you, you want help, you want to change, we'll do everything we can to help you. We'll pray with you, we won't make fun of you. If anybody, if you come to our church, anybody makes fun of you, they're in trouble with their pastor. You are caught in a terrible deception. Uh, you are t- caught in a, in a depressing uh, sin that, that will drag you down into the depths of depression. You'll be lost. Uh, you bet I want to help you. It's just like any other sin to me. But for me to say that it's okay because society is saying it's okay? And here again, we have entire church organizations, Methodist churches, Lutheran churches, Baptist churches, evangelical churches that are afraid to say what I just said because they're margarine Christians. Marginal Christians, probably. Real butter people love people, but they won't conform the truth. We're going to squeeze another song in here, or part of a song, just so I can read. I got my phone's going off the hook here. Uh, We're going to play a little song. You listen to the Tell Like It Is show, and I'll come right back for the final segment. Let's get out of here Cause I'm a one 
God apostolic tongue talking holy rolling born again heaven bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus name I've been washed in the blood sanctified by the spirit brother I believe in holiness and I suggest that you to do the same I was set free at a Pentecostal order on my knees will you pardon me if I'm not ashamed to be a one God apostolic tongue talking holy rolling born again heaven bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus name Never testify at school People will say that I'm not cool And one day I had enough Of that evolution stuff So I stood right up and I said God's word is true My teacher did not know what to do It seemed like he was shaking in his shoes Though he knew I meant no harm He took me by the arm And said, son, what religion are you? Sanctified by the Spirit, sir, I believe in holiness And I suggest that you do the same I was set free at a Pentecostal order on my knees Would you pardon me if I'm not ashamed To be a one God, half a stolic tongue holy, golden, born again, heaven bound Believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name Now on the job I never say a word I figure they all know I go to church But when my boss man called me in a tonic and some gin I began to think Perhaps he hasn't heard So I said No sir I am not the drinking kind Excepting for a thing They call new wine Woo! As he lost his cigar smoke It seemed like he was choked I proceeded to explain it One more time Oh there was God I'm stomach tongue talking Holy road and born again Heaven bound believer In the liberating power Of Jesus name I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit, brother. I believe in holiness, and I suggest that you do the same. I was set free out of Pentecostal or Roman knees. Will you pardon me if I'm not ashamed? To be a one God, apostolic tongue talking, holy rolling, born again, heaven bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Now I can sing until I'm out of breath. From playing this harmonica to death. I could use up all my brains till nothing much remains. But there's one thing I'm praying I don't forget. Cause last night at that Walmart where I shop, a preacher in a pickup truck yelled, Stop! Right there and tell me straight, are you still saved and in the truth? Well, I shouted back across that parking lot, I'm still a one God. I'm stuck, tongue talking, holy road, born again, heaven bound, believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. I've been washed in the blood, sanctified by the Spirit, brother, I believe in holiness, and I suggest you do the same. I was set free out of Pentecostal water on my knees, but pardon me if I'm not ashamed. Be a one God, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy, rolling, born again, heaven-bound believer in the liberating power of Jesus' name. Hey, everybody. I'm back. We've got the last segment of the show. We've got a lot of people listening tonight, a lot of funny comments. And um, we got some real butter people listening tonight. Somebody texted me, Ben from Dickinson said, butter goes good with the bread of life. <laughs> so that's pretty good, kind of corny, but not too bad. The uh, He uh, he heads up our, our um, nursing home services here in Dickinson. The Beaglers from Driscoll, North Dakota are listening. We have Eli and Ashton and Lori listening tonight. We have... Um, I think I mentioned Raul, didn't I? Or at least some people from Wapiton and Grandma who listening tonight. Some Grandma listening too. So we got a lot of different people. I mentioned earlier. We just I just got a neat text that that a girl, a young lady from our church, received the baptism of the Holy Ghost while she was praying at home. She's been seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and she was filled. That is really really exciting. Um, we are broadcasting live from the studios of KDIX, Dickinson, North Dakota. This is called the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Tonight we're talking about real butter people and the essence of the message, the essence of the radio show tonight is that we need the original formula of the apostles to claim that we are in the church that Jesus set up. Uh, many, many scriptures in the New Testament talk about how the apostles felt so strongly about this. Uh, Titus 3 and 9, 
The Apostle Paul said, avoid foolish questions, genealogies, contentions, strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that is a heretic after the first and second admonition reject. Second Timothy 3 and 5, Paul says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Second Thessalonians 3 and 6, Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us. We need to go back to what Peter, John, Paul, James, and all those guys believed. That's what we need to believe. It doesn't matter what Martin Luther believed. It doesn't matter what... Tertullian believed. It doesn't matter what what uh, some bishop from the 4th century believed. It doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference what any of these people believe. What does the Bible say? It's the template. It's the it's the uh, the original stairjack. Uh, it's the plumb bob. It, it's the uh, it, it is the template for what we should pattern our church after. Second Thessalonians three fourteen and 15, If any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man, have no company with him that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Paul differentiated uh, between the way we treat unsaved people versus the unteachable people. Paul differentiated that. 1 Corinthians 5, 9 through 12. I don't know if I'm going to read all that. But Paul said that you treat people that are, are unsaved differently than those that do not want to hear the teaching of the Bible. So we must make a commitment to truth. We must not allow anything but real butter into our churches, into our families, into our minds, uh, into to affect our thinking uh, this this apostolic message uh, I was I was years ago I was visiting a church in Calgary Alberta we were on a, a family trip my oldest son had just graduated from high school we went, were going to go to show him the ocean and got kind of sidetracked going to a church conference in Calgary Alberta I was Nobody knew me in this church. It was a very large Pentecostal church. Pastor Johnny King was the pastor. And they gave an altar call. People were going up to the altar. I was going to go up to the altar, but I saw a young man that was clearly a visitor there. He didn't go to the altar, so I walked up to him with my Bible. I asked him, how did you get here today? And he said, my sister goes to this church. So I opened my Bible and started sharing with him the new birth found in John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, and Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. What I did not know, what my wife told me later, is the pastor saw me doing that in this church of several hundred, maybe 500 people were there. And the pastor came up behind me and listened to what I was telling this man and then walked away. He didn't know who I was, but he wanted to make sure that I was telling him the truth. I like that. I like that church because of that. They took what was told there in that church seriously. Second Thessalonians 2.10 says, Because they receive not a love for the truth, that's why they're going to be deceived. Our text tonight, Jude, and three, Jude verses 3 and 4, Beloved, I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who have before, who were before of old, old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. When, um, I've got, um, I've got uh, just a little bit left. I'm going to have Abe give out. I've got Abe Simons running the controls tonight. He hasn't got to say anything tonight. He's over there kind of pouting, pretty mad at me, but uh, he'll have to get over that. Abe, why don't you give us some information tonight on on how to get a hold of us throughout the week and and uh, so on. Well, we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church, and we're located, as you heard earlier, on 501 Elks Drive right here in Dickinson. 
And if you would like to visit us, um, you can do that. Visit us on Sunday morning. There's Sunday school at 10 a.m. for adults and children. And then there's a worship service at 11 a.m. And everybody is welcome to join us for that. Then on Wednesday night, um, we also have a worship service, and that's at 7.30. Um, If you'd like to get a hold of Pastor Bob Simons, you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com, or you can call or text him. His cell phone number is 701-225, or excuse me, 701-290-7862. If you're from the beach area, um, there's a Pentecostal service every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center at 730. And anyone in that area is welcome to go there and join them for uh, service on Tuesday night. Um, I think that's about it. All right. Thank you, Abe. And I want to just say thank you to this uh, this uh, fine host of Bible theologians in the studio with me tonight. I guess I did pretty good. They didn't try to say anything or <clears throat> anything like that. They just laughed at me. And, and one of them sang along to I'm a one God apostolic. And uh, Connor did that. Tonight, as I close the program, we just have a few minutes left. Thank you so much for everybody that's texted. This is a lot of fun when I get all this kind of feedback. Um, there's this, this number we've been giving out is my cell number, 701-290-7862. Um, you can call this number if you want to ride to church or, or anything like that. Uh, our church is a, um, a growing church. We, um, it's exciting what's seeing going on. We've, we didn't set an attendance record today, but we had two Sundays in a row where we set attendance records. And I thought we were today. I set out more chairs today, but we didn't set an attendance record today. But it's not all just about attendance. Um, the the um, um, but but it is about people hearing the truth. You know, my goal in 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 life is not necessarily to make everybody come to our church here at the New Life Pentecostal Church. We, you're certainly welcome there, and we've got a great church. But my goal really is bigger than that. This is not about joining a church, what I'm talking about here tonight. This is about believing a message that's right in front of your face in the Bible. This is not about joining a group, but it's about believing and obeying the gospel according to the apostles, and it is well-preserved for us in the New Testament. That's what this is about. Yeah, I mean, certainly I'd love for you to come to our church. Now, I don't draw an income as a pastor. I've got a business here in Dickinson that has been very lucrative for me. I I own Simon's Homes. It's a siding and window business, and I've done that for many, many years, ever since I moved here. And then I did, of course, I had that business even when when I was in Bismarck. And I'm not saying it's wrong to draw an income as a pastor, but I just never have. I don't want your money. I, I don't want I don't want you to come to our church because of your money. I do believe that the people of God should give, and they do give, and our church gives probably more than any church I've ever heard of, at least a lot of the people do. And that's why we were able to buy the Elks Building for cash and so on. I mean, we, we've got a great church. But this isn't about your money. This isn't about your attendance in our church. This is about... You believing and obeying the gospel. If you're a pastor listening to me tonight that is not preaching the Acts 2.38 message, you're tied to some kind of creed, some kind of a, a religion, some kind of denomination, I, I want you to break free from that. I want you to start preaching the truth of the Bible. I want you to get back to the Bible. I want you to start getting rid of non-biblical terms and, and start treat, preach, preaching the truth. That's what I want. That's my goal. This end-time revival that we are going to see is much bigger than the United Pentecostal Church or the Worldwide Pentecostal Fellowship, which I'm a member of both of those. But it's much, much bigger than that. It's bigger than the UPC or the WPF. It's much, much bigger than that. This teaching, this preaching has been around ever since the apostles, and it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Tonight I'm going to end the broadcast with this. You know, there there is a question out there. There is a question. Uh, let, me, let me start out by reading Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. And here there is a question that comes in verse 3 that I do not have the answer for, 
There is no theologian that has the answer for this. The devil doesn't have the answer for it. And God doesn't have the answer for it. The question in verse 3 of Hebrews chapter 2, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? The reason this question cannot be answered is there is no answer. You will not escape. We've got to, we cannot neglect this great salvation. Let me just say it one more time. This great salvation is concisely found in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, when on the day of Pentecost, on the birthday of the Christian church, on the very first sermon that was ever preached in the very first church Christian church service, Peter, when it was asked, men and brothers, what shall we do? Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's the New Testament teaching. That's the doctrine of Christ. And um, and I'll tell you what, that's what you need to do. Lord Jesus, tonight as we close this broadcast, I ask you to help us, help those that are listening. God, I, we don't want something that's fake. We don't want something that's man-made. Lord, we want what you wanted us to have, which was the truth that you imparted to the apostles. And I pray that you will help us tonight and help those that are listening tonight. Help us, Lord, that have this truth, never to change it, never to be tempted to change it. And to those that are coming this way, Lord, give them the courage to break free of some of the traditions that are holding them. We just pray in the name of Jesus. This is the Tell It Like It Is show, Lord willing, next Sunday night at 8.06 Mountain Time. We'll be back. Uh, Thank you so much. I did not get to answer all these texts, but maybe I'll send you a text back here tonight. God bless you. I can
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.